Motherfuckers, welcome back to Kill the Mockingbird Truth or Report. We're usually on like IG Live and stuff, but uh, a lot has changed. You know, uh, if anybody that follows on IG, you know, the homie Seabass, uh, uh, he's taking a little break and stuff. He's uh, handling his business. Uh, we're going around just trying to figure out, uh, you know, we're looking for co-hosts. And then we got our homie that just uh, linked up and we were talking and stuff. And we kind of have the same goals and the same things in mind. Uh, I'd like to welcome my new co-host, uh, Catalyst Jones. What's up, man? What's up, brother? I'm fucking happy to be here. I think we're going to do something pretty fucking amazing here. I think so, too, because we have like um, difference of opinions on different things. So it can give more of a perspective. Like, uh, even though we still have a lot of foundational and. The foundational is that we both believe, like, you know, to listen to everybody and try to figure it out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, we both like to come from every side possible. And like you said, we don't agree on everything. But um, I think that we all have a common ground. And this is going to be this is going to be a way to look at things through different lights of the spectrum. Exactly. And, you know, we're still um, I know I'm a lagger, but. I got. I just released three episodes today. Uh, you'll hear them by the time this is released. And what we're doing is we're releasing every episode on Tuesdays now. Since we're not having the live chat and stuff, eventually once we get the website going, we will have a live chat and try to have a live stream, at least audio, so we can go back and forth. But as for now, we're releasing every Tuesday a new episode. And on the Truth Report, we just go through propaganda and different news stories and articles and things in the past that we could connect to all that, that is going on now. Let's get it. All right, we're going to start off like this. Cases are going to go up before they come back down. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I know I've said that constantly, and others have as well. The vaccination of the unvaccinated. You know, and it's needless taking a needless toll on our country. You know, we have uh, roughly 350 million people vaccinated in the United States. Hold on, bro. Let me play that <laughs> back. What the... Roughly 350 million people vaccinated. <laughs> uh, actually, States. 328. It's estimated that 200 million people have died, probably by the time I finish this talk. More than 150 Americans of every age, of every race, of every background exercise their right to vote. 350 million people vaccinated in the United States. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Oh, Joey, demented, demented Joe. Now, how many people are in the United States, by the way? Uh, 328 million. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. We did it though. <laughs> I mean, we overshot. I mean, we're we are. If we say we're the best, I mean, we really overachieved. I mean, well, I'm thinking that that he got all those dead voters to get vaccinated as well, and that's where he comes up with the 353 million. Yeah. Also, too, I also think to me is just like demented Joe, man. Like every time, man. Like I always say, like because I look in the humor of stuff, and I always told people, like, man. With George W., you know, man, we're not going to get another one of these. And by God, we got another one, but even better because he's old and forgetful. So it's like so easy to make fun of him. And he, he does some of the stupidest it's, shit. It's a different type of stupid, though. Yeah. George W. was like that hillbilly stupid. And then we got Biden, who used to be somewhat intelligent, who's dementia stupid. But he was always kind of like he always was pretend smart. So like he never was really like one of those guys. That's why he got caught. Like even in the '88 election where he got caught stealing uh what's it called uh the one Kennedy speech and then that guy from Ireland I think uh well he's plagiarized so many different yeah. people throughout his speeches it's ridiculous. <laughs> but in fairness, mo a lot of these politicians do that. In fairness, I will say like that part. Like we we seen recycled um. But usually they give them like a, hey, a sh some kind of shout out or something. You don't just steal it and be like, no, like, especially when they start saying like these personal stories, they're like, yeah, you know, and then my mom, she had polio. And then like, you're like, what? You're literally taking this fool's life, man. Like, it's crazy. One of his plagiarisms was that. And he also had mm -hmm. another plagiarism uh, where he stole a Reagan speech. Oh, yeah. And. And he was speaking, I forget which military branch he was speaking to, but that was where he was said, clap, you dumb son of a bitches or you dumb yeah. bastards or some shit like that. Yeah, I remember that clip. That went, that guy's just something else. But see, he's always been a jackass, though. If you followed him, he's always been a jackass. It's just now he's a demented jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We should make a fucking meme, demented jackass. <laughs> demented jackass. <laughs> So, I mean, also another clip. So, like, I kind of, like, I'm real COVID heavy today. I don't know. I was going through shit, and everything I was finding in my little realm was all COVID. Um, and I wanted to bring back, because we know, like, since I've been gone, and uh, as the show, we haven't been on for a couple of weeks. So we're going to touch, not too far back, but you know how now they're just talking about all masks. The fact is, there are things that are individual responsibilities that one has, and there are things that have to do with you individually, which also impact others and get w the spread of infection that we're seeing now the surge in cases john is impacting everyone in the country so although you want to respect a person's individual right when you're dealing with a public health situation and we are in fact in a very serious public health challenge here with a pandemic with a virus that has an extraordinary capability of spreading rapidly and efficiently from person to person. So a person's individual, individual decision to not wear a mask not only impacts them, because if they get infected, even though they say it's my decision, if I get infected, I'll worry about that. But the fact is, if you get infected, even if you are without symptoms, you very well may infect another person who may be vulnerable, who may get seriously ill, so in essence, you are encroaching on their individual rights because you're making them vulnerable. So you could argue that situation both ways. Bro, the only virus that is... <laughs> the only virus that's being spread right now is these 
fucking media people and they're the ones spreading the virus and the virus is fear. <clears throat> okay. So with, with that clip right there and this guy's trying to spread the fear in December, they're going to be changing the P PCR tests so that they can actually differentiate, differentiate between COVID and the flu. Now, I made a phone call to the hospital, to the ER, and lied to them and said that my daughter has symptoms of the coronavirus, and I was wondering if you had a test that will tell me if she has the Delta variant. And they said, no, it's just the same test we've had from the beginning. So how in the fuck are they going to come out here and tell us that they're is a Delta variant when the same test that they've been using this entire time can't even differentiate between the flu and the coronavirus. Yeah, and especially with Kerry Mullis, like uh, that's every like you know that went around big time <clears throat> last year. All his clips of talking about the the inventor of the PCR process. Um, I would say the technical name, but uh, it's too much for me to say. Uh, what's it called? Uh, he said it doesn't prove infection. It just shows if you have that molecule, especially the higher the cycle threshold count. The higher the cycle count, the higher, the more likely that they'll find something. But it's not telling you how much virus load that is. That's why you need a, <clears throat> a lower cycle count. That's why it's not able to different, uh, you know, tell the difference between the flu or COVID. But I thought that what right because they have that cycle count turned up so yeah. high right now too because they want to boost those numbers. And what people don't understand is like the case numbers that's not what we need to fucking pay attention to let's pay attention to the death numbers and right now over 45,000 worldwide have died from vaccination um uh side effects like adverse basically. reactions different like something that adverse reactions yes that's the word i was looking for there's already worldwide 45,000 people Okay, now the media is not reporting on that. These mockingbird motherfuckers aren't saying shit about it. And as soon as they turn that PCR test uh, or change that PCR test here in December, the virus is going to be gone unless they come out with some sort of fake fucking test. And I wouldn't put it past well, them. Uh, also with the uh, PCR test. They changed the the cycle threshold count for vaccinated those that are vaccinated, and I, I've I've heard reports from different nurses, like people texting me, other people's inboxes, uh, text you know, sending me, showing me screenshots of people saying that um, they're getting they're being told not to uh, uh, count those those people that have took the vaccine uh, as a uh, uh, what's it called a positive test. But the reason I, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, that's that's going. Yeah, they're telling them they're, they're not even testing anymore. Now they stop testing them whatsoever. They just like because then you man, can't prove. Can you get one of these people to whistleblow? I'm trying, man. I've been trying for a while. I got some other people that gave me some information of what's going on in Cyprus. Um, I try, but like I don't know. Like uh, it just takes time, I think, to build those networks of like trying to get people to like. Because sometimes people, I've had people that want to come forward, and then they kind of like ah at the last minute. And I'm like, I get it, like. It, it, it's a, to ask a lot of somebody like, you know, to do that. And they don't, they don't always want, I even offer them like, you know, cause we could do audio. I could change their voice. I could, uh, but still they have to trust me enough to give me their voice. You know what I mean? That I'm going to change it. So, well, we could, we could also let them know we can get them in touch with project Veritas. I've reached out to them before they've reached back. So, I mean, if you have somebody that's really serious about it, you know, project Veritas always creates, 
some sort of a funding program for these people that come out as whistleblowers because they're going to lose their oh, job. For sure, especially depending on what they're uh, speaking up about. But the the reason I picked that clip of Fauci because there's tons of of clips of he's back, you know, hitting the runs. And they're ramping up, uh, showing people that they're using the same game plan they used early on, right? And they're using that strategy of manipulation of, hey, th- yeah, you have your personal freedoms, but your personal freedoms uh, uh, don't matter if they affect somebody else's personal freedoms, which uh, obviously we agree with, like most people. Like, But the thing that they're saying is they're making this false narrative that we're weaponized by not complying to the mandates of masks and vaccines and gloves and whatever else they want us to wear um to stop this virus that um seems to me on paper that 99 point some percent 99.7 percent to be a little more accurate people survive and people have died and there's but there's also been no flu so that's been very peculiar to not have any cases of the flu very low amounts like record low like hundreds when you're talking about usually you're in the tens of thousands hundreds of thousands by now and there's all these anomalies that nobody can account for and i just see them pushing now they're going back to the same strategy they don't have another game plan and if you remember in uh event 201 they said oh we got you know they got the vaccine everything's done boom 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 so now that they're they're stuck in a cycle and i think they don't know how to get out i think they were supposed to transition into climate change but they got a snag and they too much was going on and they're not able to push it forward. Yeah, I, I can see that definitely. Um, one thing that I want to talk about with um, with this vaccine is um, Lala Beams was live Saturday night. That was last night, but when this airs, that would, I'll just say Saturday night. Yeah, I caught, uh, I caught I the last, know. like, because she posted, because you sent me a couple, but I was, uh, I was just yeah. unwinding, doing some stuff, and then I seen it and I jumped on, but... It was like the last 10 minutes and then she got off. I agree with what she said, so I don't, though, like, but I didn't see what happened in the beginning. Well, what she was walking around asking people, and I live in California, so I haven't heard this yet other than on her live. But she was asking people and she was walking around saying that California is uh, started a petition to put unvaccinated people in jail until they comply and get vaccinated and she was asking people how they felt about that and it was very alarming the amount of people that were on board with it but i mean that's germany here we go again but um i haven't heard about this but that's fucking major if that's going to be something that's it seems that it's going somewhere in that way and that kind of leads me into my next two clips because i had to address this because uh I don't like this guy. So uh, let's go to two clips. The the two like telling clips of the same thing happens, man, when it starts in New York or California. That's usually if you notice last year, remember in San Francisco, the first lockdown, and that was a domino effect that kind of like hit everything over. And then they, they, they use these tactics of us being against each other to be like, yeah, they're the bad guy. Who cares? They don't want to get vaccinated. You did. You're a good guy. They're the bad guy. So like uh, here's a de Blasio. So today I announce a new approach, which we're calling the Key to NYC Pass. The Key to New York City. When you hear those words, I want you to imagine the notion that 
because someone's vaccinated, they can do all the amazing things that are available in this city. This is a miraculous place, literally full of wonders. And if you're vaccinated, all that's going to open up to you. You'll have the key. You can open the door. But if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. That's the point we're trying to get across. It's time for people to see vaccination as literally and then necessary he takes it a step further. to a good and full and healthy Fuck life. this guy. Fuck him. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more oh, now you're threaten compassionate us. as a country. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives. Friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. <laughs> Your papers, please. Well, I got a I got a message for them right here. This is my message to uh, everybody in the uh, government, pretty much. I ain't taking no vaccine. 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 Yeah, short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, I think his name is God's. Clyde, I think. Uh, no vaccine. You can check him out on Apple and stuff. That's uh, a pretty nice song. Yeah, definitely check that out. <laughs> but yeah, they see the whole like how they're talking to us. Like I, I don't know if you noticed that little clip I played too. I was like, show your papers. You know what I mean? Like that's how we're getting to that level of like where they w- want us to be a split society of like who will comply and who will not. And I think that's what this all was a test trial for to see who will comply and who will not because. Enemies need to see the lines. You know what I mean? The enemy wants to see who's on which side, which I still don't think that you're still getting a clear picture, but they believe they are. You know what I mean? Well, they believe that they're in control too. And actually, I think maybe they don't believe they're in control. Maybe they believe this is their last fucking stand because it is their last stand and they are throwing Hail Marys left and right. And, you know, before Biden came in, he said, Anybody that pushes their agenda forward by using um, dun, 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 by by using brute force, <laughs> basically, no, um, uh, signed. Help me out, God damn it! This weed is good. Uh, when they just straight pass a fucking bill, like through. an executive um, order. Yes, sir. Jesus fucking Christ, how retarded it's am right, I? Man, we're getting warmed up, you know what I mean? We haven't got warmed up yet. <laughs> so yeah, he said any any president that passes has to use brute force, like you said, and executive orders to get shit done as a dictator. And he has signed more executive orders than any known president, and he's not even a year in. Well, plus the CDC, the whole... Um, you know, I have I understand like uh, uh, people losing their homes. It's just crazy how they act like this. But when the housing crisis that put like one point some million people in California out of a house and but they gave money to the banks, nobody really wants to talk about that. Where were the progressives then? But I know that some of them were in Congress so they could say whatever they want. But um, that's beside the point. They're trying to like make this push for us to like uh, uh, feel like. As we have no say, like is the government's all because when the CDC says we're going to stop rent, that this all this renting, you know, where they're like, uh, uh, because there's a 
fund, I don't know if you know this, there's a fund of $43 billion, right? That was supposed to be distributed to like landlords and like through the tenants to, to make people be able to pay the rent. The CDC, the yeah, CDC has, is it the lift of like where people have an, the suspension of like your rent, you know, that little executive order, they extended it. The CDC extended it. The, 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 the Supreme Court said, you can't do that. Biden said, we are still going to do this. That, then that means that you are breaking right. the law. So you're yeah. saying it's okay to break the law. So we talked about that on my podcast that will be out yesterday when you listen to this. And um, basically what that was, was Biden was basically saying, look, fuck you. I don't give a shit about the Supreme Court. I don't give a shit about the Bill of Rights or anything that anything stands for that's written. I am the president and I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Do something about it. I took it the same way. Although it's not really him. It's not really him, but he is the front man for this band that's playing the concert right now. Yeah, and I think that they're just like right now uh, pitting us against each other still has been the the – I mean that's always the game plan. And that's part of it where they're saying like, look, man, I'm like – the way they message it is different on each station, you know? So the Fox News is going to be like, hey, man, they're attacking you, man. They're saying that you ain't shit. You're a piece of fucking shit, and they're going to, you know, this and that. They're, they're riling people up. And then on the other side, CNN and those folks are saying like, no, you know, see, look at this guy. He cares about people. He doesn't care about, you know, like tradition <laughs> or anything like that. He's just doing what's best for people. So you get such a angry society because – both sides think that they're the good guy and both sides think the other side is the bad guy. I'm talking about just us regular people, like no elites. Like I'm just saying like a day to day. And that's why we're getting a lot of this where you talk to people and they're like, yeah, I think people should have to be mandated, uh, vaccines mandated. And that's why they got pushed people to get vaccinated. Because if you feel like you had to take it, people will feel like we have to take it. You know what I mean? Like that's like when the guy gets a speeding ticket. Well, I was, they were speeding too. That's that guy. That's these guys that are getting the vaccine. Like, they want to, like, well, if I had to take it, everybody got to take it. I don't care if it fucks them up. I don't care if they, they, they right. if it's against their uh, civil liberties. They got to do it because I had to do it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is not my fault that you thought you thought that it was a good, uh, uh, a good thing for you to do for your own self. And I'm not telling you, judging you, you could do whatever you want. That's not up to me because that's not my body. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, what it works. I'm I'm judging you. <laughs> I'm judging people very, very close to me. I'm losing family members and friends because I'm judging them. Because you know what? I've been speaking the truth this entire time. And if they didn't listen to me, that's their own fucking fault. I feel you in it. I do pray. I do pray for them. Yeah. I pray for them. I do not want anything bad to happen from this. But at the same time, if they're like, fuck you, I'm like, yo, I got it and I told you so waiting for you. For me, I'm just like... I, like I said, it, I'm lucky, like, my immediate circle, I've always said this on the show, like, uh, my immediate circle, I have a good circle, and, like, we're, like, we don't always agree on everything, but, like, uh, over time, and, and and what's going on with this situation, they've they've seen that, like, hmm, he, well, he knows a lot more than, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they give me a lot more credit, and even if they didn't agree with me, they would still support me 100%, as long as I'm, like, not going out killing people and stuff, like, you know, like, like as long as I'm not, like, okay. some, like, psycho, like, you know what I'm saying, to, like, unless it was some extreme, but other than that, they're going to support me no matter what. So I got to be, like, I always say that because I know that not everybody may have that same support, 
So like I try to like No, I don't have that at all, man. I'm solo in this. Yeah, cuz like I mean, I got I got you and other podcast friends. You know what I mean? But like as far as like all my close friends, I got like maybe one or two that still hung on. See, like, I was fortunate to, like, almost everybody that we grew up with, like, my close friends and shit, we were all fucked the government since, like, the beginning. You know what I mean? So, like, we were, like, always into, like, dude, look what the fucking shit they did here. Or, you know, fuck the cops, fuck the government, fuck everything because... Fight the power. Yeah, so we... And we all kind of kept that mind frame. And now some of them don't necessarily, like, dodge into the new some of my friends just don't even want to deal with politics or news at all and i kind of get it you know they're just like dude i just live my life i'll adapt and do what i gotta do and i understand that mentality because they're like man i they don't believe that we could get enough people to feel the same way of fighting for the same cause you know what i mean because there's so much uh tension for every little cause i think that people are just like hey like people know that's what i'm saying like we would be surprised once it happens, once something unfolds, once there is something that sparks a situation that a boiling point that actually gets something started in this country to whether it be a movement, a revolution, uh, some sort of like change of, you know what I mean? It would have to spark a moment and then people would have to be in a position where they have to choose. You know what I mean? No, you can only ignore it until it shows up on your doorstep. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and and we're coming to the point where it's almost inevitable that it's going to show up on your doorstep. So, I mean, it sucks that a lot of these people, we can't wake up. And I agree with you, you know, like your friends, like they don't want to think about that shit. I mean, I work with people that I love to death that do not listen to my podcast, refuse to because they don't want to know. They just don't want to know. But eventually that's going to bite you in the fucking ass. It's better to be prepared and realize what could happen, what's coming down the drain pipe, or wear a, a white Sunday dress standing in front of that drain pipe when all this shit starts spewing out of it. When I'm sitting here telling you, don't stand well, there. Most of them, like that I know, like, well, the close, close circle I'm talking about, they don't let, necessarily listen to the news or politics, but they prepare their own self. They know where they got to go and what they got to do. Like, uh, uh, to get they they just want to be self-sustained it's they're still in the same like mindset they're just like i'm not gonna worry about how they're gonna try to do this and that i'm just gonna try to get away from it while i can like you know everybody out here that out here we're trying to move up a little north michigan i got a couple people from cali that are gonna move out here that we're gonna try to get bait you know what i mean like that kind of stuff so they don't need to necessarily a lot of people too they just feel like they could come to me so like they're like i don't gotta watch the news i could go talk to him he gonna tell me what he thinks uh and they respect my opinion enough because even when i like the whole covid stuff it's been like uh a challenge because everybody thinks a lot differently in the manipulation. But I think that I, I'm pretty consistent and with my family that I know, like, and I tell them like, Hey man, you know, I got, I love, I got love for you no matter what. And we talk about it. And sometimes the manipulation gets to them, you know, like a little bit, but then I, I try to bring up solid facts, like, you know, like, uh, things that they did manipulate us on. And I'm like, well, if they would lie about one thing, why wouldn't they lie about another, you know? And and then I still tell yeah, them like, Hey, like, my brother, uh, he still might take the vaccine. I don't know because uh, he's about to have a kid. So they're telling him he can't go to the doctor, uh, the hospital unless he takes the vaccine. But he's waiting. Oh, man. Water birth. Water birth. But, yeah, I don't think. But then like they're just his uh, wife thinks differently because I have to understand that like people think differently and they've been um, lived their life a certain way. So 
just like if someone's an addict or someone's a liberal, someone's a conservative, if somebody is a, a, a loner, like all these different traits that we have, like, I know I'm all over the place, but what I mean by that is we have to understand how to talk to different people. So like I talk to like my brother and their wife differently than I would talk to somebody else because I know the things that would get them thinking more than just saying like, oh, no, no, it's this, this is that. I'm going to go, OK, I understand. And, and, and I try to break it down to other levels. I think a conversation we had a couple of days ago that you knew about, like, where I'm saying, like, I talk about, like, surface level, and then there's deeper levels. I try to talk it to, like, if it's, like, the lamest terms of anybody so that they could kind of grasp on as well. Yeah, I feel you definitely on that. Well, uh, what's your next clip you got oh, for okay, us, okay, I got some for you. So this is perfect to segue um, what I was talking about with you the other day. This guy, Patrick King, um, he took uh, uh, them oh, okay. to court, so I'm going to play that little clip real quick. Let's go. I was targeted, and I received a ticket of $1,200. So I waited for my time in court. I ended up getting it on May the 4th, finally, and I went into court, and I produced some information that I needed to request in order to put up a good, plausible defense. And my, my, my material that I requested was the isolation of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and I wanted it isolated and not in a, in, a, in a lab setting or in a PCR test, because we know the PCR tests, they're overspun. We know we're not stupid people. Right. We know, we research, we look. Yes. So in doing that, they kind of shut me out of the court. I was supposed to be in court on May the 18th. All of a sudden I get, once I deliver all of this, and I get told, as a self-representative, I can, the, the judge has to advocate for me and steer me in the right direction, at which time she allowed me to subpoena Dina Hinshaw who is our chief medical officer of health for Alberta, who basically what my defense was to be was I needed proof that you have isolated the SARS-CoV-2 virus and that therefore the science would give you the backing for your public health act. Which in plain and simple terms means prove to me that a pandemic exists. Prove to me that we're all going to die. Prove to me that this thing is raging out of control and that people are dying from this thing. 100%. And if they did that, then I would be no problem. I would, Say, okay, you're right. You've got this. I'll put this mask on. Okay, so that's the first half of it. Like, uh, I got another clip that's like another minute. But basically, he went to, uh, uh, they took him to court because he was in violation of their health code in uh, Canada, uh, Edmonton, Edmonton, I think. Uh, where, where was he at it, when this happened? Was he was he at work? Was he at um, the gym? Not, um, I think he was just out. I think they were just like coming from like a, a an event, some kind of like I don't know if it was a party or some kind of event, and it was more than he was okay. with more than ten people, and being with more oh, than ten people that's okay. against uh their health code out there, their yeah. communist yeah. rules, <laughs> their commie rules, and uh they were gonna charge him twelve hundred dollars, so he fought it. But I'm guessing because it's a low level case that they felt like oh yeah he could he could be his own lawyer and they. But being his own lawyer and that he doesn't know law, the judge has to guide him. And he, she goes, hey, you got to sue the head of the health. And he sues this lady. And he's telling her that not from a PCR test, not from a lab. I need an I, I need to see the isolated virus. So he, right. I'm saying that to build to the second clip. So this guy this guy was actually very smart for representing 100%. himself because ain't there isn't any lawyers out there that are awake 
like this guy is awake. Well, they're going to also look at it. As, uh, lawyers look at it differently. How what? How can I get the best deal? And the DA is going to tell them, well, this is the best deal I'm going to give you. And then they, they know that DA. Right. And they're just – it's just a, a work game for them. Well, lawyers are just money grabbers. So with this guy representing himself, he's actually trying to fight and introduce evidence. And we all know that that's one of Patriot Insider's most famous posts is – how do you introduce evidence legally? Yeah, in discovery. That's how you do it. So here we go. As soon as I subpoenaed her, I got a, I got an officer shows up at my door three days later. He says, Mr. King, I need your address. I said, oh, you mean the address you're at right now? You're that address? Yeah, well, I need your email address. And I said, well, that same email address that's on all my correspondence with you guys and all this stuff? You already have it. Well, I need your telephone number. I said, you mean the telephone number that you call me on all the time? And he's kind of looking dumb, and he says, well, I'm just here to tell you that your court case has been canceled. I was like, this can't happen. You can't cancel my court case. And he kind of snickered. Well, I ended up calling the, the courthouse, got it rescheduled, and upon the rescheduling, I got it in. And next thing I know, I'm being subpoenaed by Dina Hinshaw's lawyers now on a Sunday morning at 11.53 in the morning. I timestamped process server serving me this. In less than 24 hours, I had to be in behind closed chambers with Dina Hinshaw's lawyers and the judges. And I'm like, okay, well, this is odd. This is what's called a procedural violation. You cannot service somebody a subpoena less than 24 hours before court. And I knew they were up to something dirty. When I got the subpoena, we went into court. I get in the court the next day. I call procedural violation 100%. They said, yes, it's a procedural violation. I said, okay, Your Honor, well, let's adjourn it to Wednesday. And this would have been um, uh, June, or sorry, July 24th. And I would have been in court. And she says, no, we can't. I said, Your Honor, this is a procedural violation. And well, when that happened, Dina Hinshaw's lawyer spoke up. And she said, well, Your Honor, Mr. King is requesting evidence that we cannot give. And I was kind of like, what? And I, I sent you a screenshot of it. And in the screenshot, it says, the Chief Medical Officer of Health has no material evidence to provide Mr. King for his defense, which basically means everything that I requested in Schedule A, which is the isolation of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, that needs to be 100% isolated in order to base your scientific facts on these public health acts. You don't have material evidence for this. That's it right there. Senator Paul, with all due respect, you do not know what you're talking about. (laughs) You're the liar. <laughs> Bro, that's all you need to know right there. That's that the motherfucker plan. just mic, mic drop. That's game plan. Anybody that, uh, in, in, I mean, still you have to like, you're in an uphill battle because like, you know, the justice system is already, is fucked up itself. But if you get the right judge, you, you can play the same card. And this is the card you play because you need to sue the head of health asked them to show you the isolated virus because people have tried to get a freedom of information acts and they haven't got an isolation of the virus. And this has been in multiple different countries that nobody is actually. And basically when we say isolate a virus, we're like, we so need a picture a, of the virus. This is not, this is not an isolated case. This is a case that many other people are fighting right now. He just handled it differently. Well, later he even talks that a little bit more and he's talking about like there's thousands of cases that are waiting on what happens with his case. 
Because now he's changed everything. Right. right. Changed the game. And that's how you go, man. And and now, like, uh, looks like we're going back to more a little. Officials are now urging local health authorities, even in areas without, without high or substantial high transmission, transmission, to consider additional mitigation measures. That includes universal masking in some settings. The pace of new cases in the U.S. has nearly doubled in the last two weeks, and the Delta variant is largely to blame. Earlier this week, the head of the CDC said hospitalizations have surged past levels seen a year ago. Meanwhile, the pace of first-dose vaccinations is continuing to climb. Scientists say that while the shots may not prevent infection or transmission 100% of the time, they do, quote, prevent more than 90% of severe disease. Michael George leads off our coverage. Masks went back on in Disneyland yesterday for anyone, vaccinated or not, who steps indoors at the amusement park. Walmart, the nation's largest employer, is taking it a step further, requiring employees to wear masks in high infection areas, regardless of their vaccination status. And the president late yesterday told reporters there's likely more to come. My bus been white. In all probability, by the way, we had a good day yesterday. Almost a million people got vaccinated. About half a million of those people for the first time for the second shot. And so I'm hopeful that people are beginning to realize. How I'm hopeful it is. that people begin to realize how essential it is for their agenda for you to get vaccinated so that you can become a part of their fucking Georgia Guidestones mission. And the one thing, too, is that. I think it is making a lot of people like question because there was a lot of people that were just kind of waiting for a little bit, you know, like and now they're like, man, you're pushing so hard. Everybody knows. There, see, the thing is that even from like Gen X and down, there's a very large percentage that already don't trust the government in some sense. So the more they're pushing, the more that people are like the only thing that's helping them right now is that. People are feeling manipulated, and when people feel manipulated, the ones that did take the jab that maybe necessarily didn't know or maybe they were told by their job if they don't get it, you got to stand firm. And, and, and I don't blame people because I understand that things happen and, like, every situation is different, and then you don't know enough to make a, an informed decision either way. Like, because you can listen to one guy, and it's easy to be like, well, everybody's saying so much different shit. I don't know what the truth is. So I think people get lost and they just go, all right, well, I don't want to lose my job. And I think those people are mad now. They're angry. They're like, what do you mean? Like, I thought we were going to get freedom. And we, even though people like me and you and others were telling. What do you mean I'm a super yeah, spreader? What, what do you mean? What do you mean I have herpes? They don't get it. <laughs> they, don't, they, they just <laughs> think that we're going to play this. Uh game of it's our fault like of people that don't want to and it's funny for me because people call me anti-vaxxer and i'm like honestly i never i mean i've looked into occult stuff all kinds of different stuff and different conspiracy especially like cia stuff all my life um but i wasn't like deep involved in what was going on with vaccines now i am <laughs> like now i understand what the process is now i know like in 1986 that they uh put bills into process so that there is no um uh, liability for vaccine companies and then even in I think 96 again they reinstated it with Bill Clinton to where vaccine companies are not liable for anything that happens and my thing is what I've been telling people um, if your employer does tell you 
hey, you need to get a vaccine. I haven't got yet. I'm waiting for it to happen. When they ask me, I already have a plan. Uh, you go to rocketlawyer.com. You print out a little, uh, uh, they have templates for um, contracts. And you say, I am willing to take it if you are willing to sign this liability contract. There you go, brother. Because if 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 an employer makes you have to do something, then they are absolutely 100% reliable for any adverse effects that happen because of it. However, we don't know what the adverse effects of this are going to be. It can be something as crazy as flipping a switch in a year and a half and everybody that's taken it becomes some sort of a zombie or a robot or sure. whatever. That's a different rabbit hole for a different time. But for what you're talking about, I wanted to mention this because there is a worldwide rally worldwide rally for freedom and this has to do with the california healthcare workers that are being forced to vaccinate and they don't want to so they themselves are going to be at the state capitol here in california in sacramento on um 8 29 and also on september 18th at the state capitol that is 1315 10th street at 12 o'clock noon on both those dates. And they're asking people worldwide to go out to their state capitals and to help these California workers protest this. If you, and if you're listening and you're in that area or in any surrounding area and you believe what we believe, or at least you believe that people should have the right to choose, then you should be there, you know, if possible and, and show support so that we cannot feel alone. So when people see that there's a louder voice, that there's not just one person talking about this, that there's millions and millions and millions, you know what I mean, of people across the around the world, like probably like hundreds of millions, even more, because in every country this is happening right now. There's all kind like we're just in a not in that stage yet. Because if you look like what's going on in uh, Australia, if you look like what's going on in France, Greece, you know what I mean. Germany, like Germany, did you see how those cops were like just manhandling those protesters? And we got to figure this out because I know that they're going to try to keep pushing more because some of this, this is one of the clips I have too. This is the new thing that they're trying to spread. Well, before I hit this clip, one of the other things I saw is that there was this article um, and it's going around because a lot of these articles that people don't realize because they go, oh, well, it's multiple news sources. Well, who's the author? Who's the journalist? Because it's probably the same journalist that sold it to multiple uh, news networks or they're just circulating it because they have some kind of deal with them or something, right? But there's this one now is talking about that people don't know if they have COVID. They it might be because uh, if you have sniffles or it might be uh, you think that it's your uh, sinuses, but it's really COVID, right? They're trying to put that that you're not. They're putting it back in our head, trying to rebrand it, of telling us like, hey, you don't know the whole asymptomatic thing again. Like, well, you don't know, man. You could be killing anybody, and like, it's genius. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you look at a marketing value, that's genius. Like, hey, the thing that you can't you can't see this enemy. You can't prove that what you're doing, the the measures you've made, uh, in some senses, it's always always an invisible. Enemy. Always right. The 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 war on poverty, the war on drugs, the <laughs> war on terror, the war, and now so on and so forth. And the little now a war on COVID, which we all know is is a manufactured, created war. I actually have a, I actually have some things that I want to bring up about that. 
after after you play this clip that you're about to play. So this is another like a new form of uh, propaganda they're using, manipulation tactic. Uh, you will be hearing this constantly. I'm going to show you this one in another clip. Like I was telling you, you're going to see a lot of stories about how people won't recognize COVID as they might be their sinuses. And you're going to hear this. Growing urgency behind President Biden's new vaccination push. Yesterday, he announced that federal workers must be vaccinated or you have to get regular testing. And now the Washington Post reports that leaked internal CDC documents suggest that this Delta variant, which is a dominant strain in America, may be spread as easily as the chicken pox. Chicken pox. You're going to hear that everywhere, that it spreads as much as the chicken pox. That's going to be a key word you're going to hear. Yep. That's the stories that's going around. The other story is, I don't know if you heard about it, it says uh, this Alabama doctor that shares her final moments with COVID patients. That like, uh, So there's this story about this Alabama doctor that she's like, you know, I'm seeing these COVID patients and they were anti-vax. And then at the last moment, they're like, can you just give me the vax, please? And there, she's like, I'm sorry. It's too late. It's like, what? and that story is like going over and over. And like, I can see through it, but other people don't necessarily see through it because then they, 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 it triggers them to where they're like, oh, man. Oh, man, that could be me. Oh, man, I was kind of like, again. So I see what they're trying to do. That Like, I think what you said earlier, that they're like in Hail Mary mode. Like, and, and, but they're still getting yards though. They're not getting the touchdown yet, but they're getting like, okay, they're in Hail Mary mode. It's like every down is like, they're going for it on fourth. Right. They're going for it on fourth. And then there's a flag thrown. The guy dropped the fucking ball, but there's a flag thrown. So they get a first and fucking 10. And, and that's where we're, that's what we're dealing with. So you're going to see, and I've already seen that this particular story has been picked up by uh, tons of different networks, but they're also spinning it to like, as make it as it's a local story, like, oh, this is happening in all kinds of hospitals around. They're not necessarily, they're hinting at it where they're not, they're dancing around it where they're not necessarily saying that it is, but they're saying like, this is what's the word around the hospitals, but they're going off of one story, which is this doctor in Alabama. We. You know, they recycled a story starting, um, I, I want to say it was like in June, where all these headlines were hitting worldwide, where it was like Boston, 233 positive cases. Uh, and then they would like jump to like Sydney, Australia, 233 confirmed cases. And it was 233 each fucking time. And it was like, a multitude of different headlines from different fucking cities, states, counties, countries even. And it's like, there's no such thing as coincidence. And that's what, that's what a lot of people don't seem to understand. And a lot of people don't have time to do the research that you and I do. Um, and so hopefully they're listening to the podcast so that we can sum it up for them. And then it makes them ask questions and go look into sh some shit. But most of these people listen to CNN. Most of these people listen to Fox or NBC, ABC, whatever the fuck it is. And they, they think that that is their new source that's going to be truthful to them and don't even realize that when Obama was president, he actually passed a bill that made it legal for news outlets to spread propaganda. The, no, he didn't. Um, they, what is it called? The Smith, the Smith months act in 2016, 
they reversed it because the Smith Month Act was preventing propaganda to be uh, um, used on the American public, <clears throat> and they reversed it. You know what I mean? Like they reversed it. Uh, Obama in 2016. Oh, the so Smith you're telling Month. me that the information that I have is actually the opposite? No, no, no. You're right. It's I'm just like, saying that the the original law. He he allowed Obama allowed yeah propaganda you're, yeah you're right it's to just be told to the American one hundred percent that's exactly the bottom line of it and um you can look it up the Smith Monk uh, Monk Act or something like that um you can look it up and even when I would tell people all the time like I would say like man uh, Obama there you can go look this up on Google and I've said this before uh, dropped so many bombs on like Syria that they ran out literally like they ran out of bombs like. And, and and people know how I feel about Trump. I feel like he he did the same thing. Like not as much as glorified, but there was still a lot of bombs dropped. There was not like, and, and it's easy. That's why, like I say, I look at everything as perspective because at the same time, it's easy for me to say that not being in that position of knowing how the things work and the structure of things. You know what I mean? So I I say what I say, but then I do always kind of take it with a grain of salt as well because I know that every position is a little bit different. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, what what I would like to, to ask is, um, did you plan on talking about the uh, symposium at all? Symposium, what's that? Okay, so <clears throat> Mike Lindell. Oh yes, hosting. oh I don't. Okay, no. I didn't, but I do want to hear about it. <laughs> okay, so the tenth, the eleventh, and the twelfth this month. So this coming week, when this is out. Um, there are 45 states in attendance. Every major media outlet is in attendance. And my pillow, Mike Lindell, is going to be showing all the evidence that he has of voter fraud. And it's insane. And I do believe, now this isn't verified, but I this is just my own speculation. This is Catalyst Jones speaking. That the the Arizona audits are going to drop during these three days. What what is out now? Mike Lindell has offered a five million dollar reward to anyone that can disprove the information that he has. So after the symposium hits, and let's say two weeks go by. And nobody's been able to fucking collect that $5 million. That's going to tell everybody everything they need to fucking know. I hope so. And, and like I've said on this show many times, especially after uh, I saw Lindell on <clears throat> Kimmel, I got a lot of respect for him because I say either he, he believes what he's believing right now, whether he's being manipulated or anything. I'm just saying he's not lying. That's why I tell people because I'm like, no, whatever He's the information now is he, could he be being like could it be like some kind of CIA Mossad ops pushing stuff? Sure, I'm just looking at all aspects, but nope. I'm saying nope. it could be possible. I'm saying that when I boil it down to, I just look at him that I know he's not lying. Like he he believes whatever information he has is to be true, whether it is or it isn't is to for me it hasn't been. Uh, uh, I don't see anything solidified. I see. I already know that. Our elections are a joke. I already know that 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 there's corruption. On, like right. I, I know that there was something, but I you know I still you know, you know, I still you know. don't know. Common sense tells you. No, Common for sure, but I still don't you. see uh 
that what he has is going to be factual. Yeah, but I'm saying, tell but I don't. You, tell me you do not believe that what he has, who in their right mind, if they thought they had something fraudulent, would be like $5 million if you can prove me wrong, and they For knew sure. that they could be proven wrong. There, no, he knows he has a security blanket wrapped really tight around his ass. Like, there is no way that the information that he has is not 100% accurate. I, I understand that, but to me, like, I look at it as what is it for? Like, what is the purpose of what's going on? Because we're, we're breaking it off when we're looking at sides, but when you look at it down the middle, you're seeing that, okay, say everything goes as like, boom, here's the elections overturned, like what I've spoken of many times. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to be all out chaos because people are going to be like, well, shit, this fool's fake. Uh, this one ain't the president. Um, he, the people that support Trump are going to rally with him. But then the other people that there's so many people that don't vote that are in this country that the people don't account for all the time. There's the the, the third party people. There's yeah. this, And that's the majority of the country is the people that don't vote. So I think that people will see different opportunities. I would say. I would say the majority of the people that don't vote are the same people that are wearing masks and getting the jab right now. And there's really no waking those people up. No, I don't think so. Cause like when I work. see like, cause I follow this page, uh, uh, say cheese. Right. And it's like, uh, more like for younger people, like the younger artists that are coming out and stuff like that. And when they post stuff about the vaccine, man, all these kids are like, I'm fucking taking that shit. They're like, fuck this shit. Like the, the mindset of a lot of people that, we perceive what we see online as to be the, the the majority, which it's not, which I've said for a long time that like people say, you know, red, blue. And I'm like, man, the majority is the non-voters. And most of the people that are non-voters don't like the government. They don't trust them, at least. And they don't vote because they don't see any purpose in it. They don't see anything furthering it. So you don't see like any help. So they feel like, well, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to find my way to be able to build what I need to build. You know what I mean? That's what happens is that there's that mindset that, that we don't see as much when they're talking about like in the mainstream. But like that's how a lot of people I know, they don't care. They're like, well, I'll sell a, a COVID passes. Also, like people look at it as an opportunity because you know what I mean? Like people go, hey, no matter what, I'm going to survive. And and the reason is, is because there's nothing that connects us. You, That's what I'm saying is because when there is stuff, no matter what happens, no matter what side we want them to fight for. You have to have something that connects the people to make them want to fight and help each other. It, it can't just be like, oh, this is for Trump or this is for Biden or this is for Democrats. You see what I'm saying? Because that's nothing that people are going to be like. Oh, it's got to be something. It's, it's going to end up being something. So what do you think it's, it's going to be? be freedom. It gonna it's going to be, gonna like, be the, the. Is it going to be the child sex trafficking? Is it going to be the fact that fucking. Um, gas is more than triple what it was when Trump was in president, was president. And the funny thing is, is most people that I've talked to about that are like, oh, I didn't even realize the president had anything to do with that. Um, uh, so, and, and to uh, kind of segue into something else, um, they're passing a bill. They've already passed this bill. Or they're trying to pass it. Okay. They've either passed this bill or they're trying to pass this bill where they're going to track miles that you drive oh, in yeah. your car so that they can create a carbon tax and start forcing people to pay fucking tax on the miles that they fucking drive. And that is basically going to force people into electric cars 
And the funny thing is, is Biden ended fracking and blah, 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 blah. But like, how the fuck do you think those batteries are made? Like bingo, (laughs) 99% of those cars are made because we have fucking oil. Like just it's people don't ask the right questions. And if they're going to start tracking our miles, I'm going to give you the whole load today. Well, guess who's back? Sean Chris. Oh man. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't, I kind of didn't leave, but I'm here, but no, um, Billy boy, Billy Gates. Uh, he's making the rounds again with Anderson Cooper. He's, this is a funny one right here, man, because uh, it's a two parter. Like it's like 40 seconds and like 30 seconds or something. And if you hear him, especially on the second part, like he hits a question, he's doing the, I don't know what, you know, and the, the thing is like, <laughs> it sounds like dead to rights, man. You know what I mean? Like, so, so does it make you <clears throat> second, second guess buying a pink sweater? Depends. Like some people bought the pink sweater for Cameron. So we'll, we'll, we'll give shots, shots out to Cameron, even though the locks destroy. And, and Kanye, oh, yeah, Ka- Kanye did it. But did you see with the, uh, the sidebar real quick? Uh, did you see that versus locks versus, uh, uh, dip set? No. Yeah. And locks. Wow. JD kiss, man, he killed it because he was like, he even called them out. And he's like, is that where we're at? Like, I think they were in Harlem. He's like, this is their home turf. He's like, because they're from like uh, uh, Newark, I think, right? Uh, they're from Newark, and he's like, "And man, I thought this was hip hop." He's like, "They rhyming over their tracks. We're really putting it on a performance, man. We we're really rhyming, man." Like, and then he spit an ill ass freestyle. It was just like a a good homage to hip hop of where he's like, "Nah, man, what what are they doing, man? You know all those rappers that rap over their their backup tracks. Like, it's I understand having a backup track for a hook sometimes. Like, if you're a solo act and you don't have a hype man." But like when you have like when I when I was on tour, I had a backup track. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but the whole thing. But did you still rock it though, right? Oh yeah, no, of course. You, most of these guys are just like like they're letting like when you let the back like I'm not talking about backup track like I'm talking about the full no, vocals. Britney Spears. Yes, in there it. you go. The, yeah, they're Britney Spears. No, not even Britney Spears. They're fucking. Um, what was that girl that did that little uh, SNL dance? Remember? Wait, what was that band that I was just singing? Fucking um, Millie Vanilli. Oh man! Type shit. Uh, man I... <laughs> no, that was the band. Was yeah, Millie yeah. I was gonna say Millie Vanilli, man. That's uh some classic shit, man. That's so hilarious that they got so big, <laughs> and then they got nobody knew that that wasn't their Bro. shit. I think I was like in second grade when that came out, but like I was totally into it. My mom bought me the CD. I remember she had a Ford Bronco that had a CD player and we were bumping that CD and shit. So we got our Billy, our, our uh, good old buddy Billy uh, Gates is back. And uh, I had another clip, but I didn't I didn't bring this one. But he kind of talked about his divorce a little bit and like, you know, kind of like a little sob story. But. This is where they're going to ask him about COVID. The first is he's going to ask about, like, lockdowns and stuff like that. And he really praises Australia in this clip. And and mind you that in Australia, they have the military out on the streets, uh, cops arresting people and, and putting guns to people to uh, do what they're told. How important do you think it is to understand how this happened, how it started? Um, I mean, is that critical in terms of preventing it in the future? 
No, the source isn't going to change, you know, the need for masks and vaccines and the need to have a, a very different regimen so that, uh, you know, all countries could get on top of the cases very quickly and be more like Australia than Europe or the United States ended up being. And so, you know, I'm involved in a lot of discussion about breakthroughs in diagnostics and therapeutics, uh, the scaling of vaccine factories in that less than six months, eradicating flu. You know, we need to resource uh, the preparedness for the next pandemic, and we can get a lot of benefits out of that. People don't like flu and the common cold, and, you know, we can build tools that over time will get rid of those as well. So notice how he deflected the question at first. He was like, Hey, so do you think it's important to find the origins of where this happened? <laughs> Who cares where it's from, man? Don't worry, we got this. We're just going to have people locked down. If they don't do what we say, we get the military out there. Uh, don't worry about it, bro. We got this, right? He was so cocky. Don't don't trip on that shit, bro. I got the fucking I got the I got the I got the trademarks and everything on all yeah. this shit. I'm getting paid. Patents, don't bro. even don't worry, worry about, about it. it, bro. I'm I'm also about to steal all the farmlands. I'm already in the process of it. So don't even worry. I got this shit. When you want to block out the sun, just let me know and we'll do I'm that. I'm ready to go, man. I already have a plan and everything, bro. I have everything we need. Now, in the second clip, they kind of push back on him a little bit more and ask him about uh, the origins. And just notice his tone and that he seems to be caught in a lie. From a, a justice standpoint or just a, a moral standpoint, do you want to know how this started? Yeah, it's, you know, there, I, would, I would continue that investigation. The last paper I saw showed evidence against the lab leak. Uh, but, you know, yes, we should investigate these things. Uh, but it's not directly tied to the particular actions to save lives at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's not tied with saving lives right now. We're just trying to save lives. Yeah, we're we're just trying to uh, promote my agenda where I said we want to depopulate the world and we can use vaccines to do that. Yeah, he's a prick. He just, in his mind, this is all he thinks is right here. You will obey. That's it. <laughs> That's it, bro. That's like their mindset. Like they really think that they're better than us and. I want people to really understand this. Like, it's more than just something about a vaccine. It's more than your political party. Like, look at these blue check marks. And I won't say every blue check mark because I know that some people are verified and they're, they're they're dope people, whatever. But I'm saying for the majority generalizing, these blue check marks are the new propagandists. These people on TikTok, uh, Instagram that are being paid to push this vaccine being paid to make uh, uh, videos and saying like, oh, how great it is and how good they feel. You also will see that a lot of these stories where they're talking about people getting vaccinated, they're going to be like, man, I feel like uh, so much better. I, I feel so much smarter. I feel so much clear headed. There's also another story that's going around where uh, women are talking about, oh, my breasts are larger now. Like since oh, I took shit, the vaccine. Really? Yeah, it's called inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> My breasts are so, larger, but wait, so are my ankles. <laughs> yeah, like, so they're putting these stories out there to uh, positive spin it. That's kind of like all I got on COVID. 
Uh, like I told you, I was pretty heavy on COVID. I know I went uh, pretty deep on all that COVID stuff, but I thought it's important because right now is the most important thing of our time because it is the tool that are they are using to manipulate us. Well, yeah, that that is definitely the tool right now, and it's it's very factual. It's very easy to see that. Just go out and ask people around you questions. Ask people that live around you questions. It, it comes very fucking clear. Um, so I'm going to go into this real quick, and then I figured we could talk about this. Stock up on toilet paper. Well, the pandemic mohus on CNN, he's saying that he's going to be taking a very long planned vacation. The timing is very, very interesting. And we can see that he's talking about Chris Cuomo something with his brother, because I think we're going to see a lot more information come out. Now, in Albany, we see the Albany County Sheriff, the reporters were asking this individual some questions about Cuomo, and they asked him if this would lead to arrests. And he said, yes, the information that's coming out, they would call upon us and we would go out and arrest Cuomo. Now, that is very interesting. Now, the other thing that we see is the Arizona state senator, who's a Democrat, he is now being brought up on sexual assault charges with two children. And this state senator is Tony Navarrete. He's facing seven felony counts involving sexual misconduct with two young boys and... Two young boys. Wow. That... And... and and it's tied with Cuomo and all that, like uh, and it's tied with garbage. Cuomo, and and because uh, Chris Cuomo, his brother as well, um, they've already had like where he was giving him basically pointers of like you know like coaching him of how to like deal with the media. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Chris Cuomo's brother was coaching him. Chris Cuomo was uh, uh, coaching Andrew Cuomo, kind of like, hey, I'm. I'm going through this and this. This story is going to come out. How do I? How do I spin this? How do I? So he was giving him like insider stuff, and the the controversy is people are like, oh well, you got to understand, he's not talking about his brother anymore because you know it's a conflict of interest. My thing is like, okay, how come CNN didn't say that when they were praising him as a hero when uh they had like all these celebrities like butt fucking ready to butt fuck him. Talking about like, oh, he's such a great lover, and they were they were talking about basically. They were hyping this whole Me Too movement of what they say it is, of this uh, male chauvinistic, of they were like, yeah, you're just such a polar... All these people, women, men, talking about he was such like a sex symbol, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And then now you're mad at him for doing the thing that you kind of pushed what you said he was, his whole image. And now you're saying that's a negative image because they want us to see that they'll tear anybody down. But I think that Cuomo's not going to go down like that as as swift as we think i think it's some like you know in our heads we see it we're like even me i saw the first like i'm like yeah we caught him you know what i mean like i was just like but then now his lawyer already um is trying to discredit one of the witnesses um uh, they already got like a couple other the people still working with him that are like not trying to start stir shit up like so i think that bro there's the video hurt circulating him, but- around the internet since like six months ago where he's got this girl, fucking a reporter or a journalist, eating a fucking sausage, and he's making her feel very uncomfortable the entire time, making sexual innuendos while she's eating a sausage. 
I just don't see. I, I'm. Let me let me reiterate though. Do I think that he's a piece of disgusting shit? Yes. I'm just saying that I think he has too much stranglehold of New York. Remember, he he comes from a dynasty. You know what I mean? He comes from a, a political dynasty. So their network is a very bloodline. Deep. It's a bloodline. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. And so that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's gonna. This is gonna be a fight. You know what I mean? Now, if some other heavy hits come out against him, um, yeah, I could see him going down. But his lawyer already came out super sharp. Um, she was, like, kind of, like, nailing everything, talking about, like, how this was, a, you know, breaking up the timeline. So we'll see. We'll see. I just don't see this. I think that he's one of those guys. Now, he might – because, like, I don't know, because I thought Fauci was going to be gone, you know what I mean, as far as, like, Faded away and not the spokesperson. Res- they keep bringing them out. Reservoirs and COVID. Source COVID. Reservoirs. AIDS. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, Fauci's a bitch. So, you don't think that he's going to get criminally charged for anything? Because this, this is the least of what he should be criminally charged for, a sexual harassment. That's what my point is, though, like... You're gonna like he should be, disregard. He should be they dropped all the cases. Murder, bro. Yeah, but the DOJ, one hundred percent. I agree with you. So should uh, Gretchen Whitmore. So should the dude in Philadelphia. So should uh, Gavin Newsom. Anybody that put those in those things in place to put people infected people with infected people. Because that's another thing I tell my job. Like, well, they haven't told me, but if I'm ready to tell them to be like, you're so concerned about me taking the vaccine, but you were not concerned with me working in March and April when nobody knew what the fuck this was. Right. You know what I mean? You weren't concerned I can't wait then. to hear what the fuck they say when you bring that up. Hopefully your job doesn't do that to you, though. Yeah, they, hopefully they don't. And, and and the thing is, like, I'm always that guy that, like, I put all those scenarios in my head just in case. Like, I, I play it out so I'm ready. So, right. like, I'm ready for it to, like, because I this is something I will stand for. And, like, this is something that is is, is important to me. Do I, I love my job. Like, it, it's not something I want to be forever because I want to do this and music and, and, and more. Create, creating things is my thing. You know what I mean? I think you could relate to that. Creating is something that is that that's the dream job. You know what I mean? Being able to create and, and putting content out there, what, whatever it may be. That's why I even have my other podcast, Over the Influence. Where I could cut loose and I still get a little political. Like I went hard on fucking uh Robin D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, my la- this new episode I just posted. Um because like we do a top shelf, bottom shelf every uh uh at the end of the episode, and she was my bottom shelf because I feel like I have a lot to say and I'm not gonna let just because some stupid racist fucking uh progressive wants to tell me because she's racist, that what you want me to do about it? You know what I mean? Like that's your pro- that sounds like a problem you have to deal with yourself. But Don't because you feel you're like racist, all these people that are promoting anti-racism and promoting Black Lives Matter are actually more racist than anybody else. For sure, and the the, the fucked up part is that they're actually hiding the actual racism <laughs> that is affecting my black brothers and sisters, my Mexicans, uh, uh. uh Cubans, man, fill in the blank, Samoans, a Tongan, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a list on and on and on and on and on. 
I know I forget everybody. That's why I hate saying like anything because it's like so many shit to mention that like I can't. There's no way because there's such we live in such a great diverse society. And I grew up in California, Southern California, and I think even where you're in California, it's there's so much diversity. You meet so much different great people that that everybody just kind of just trying to live. They're trying to survive because they 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 don't see anything else but hey, we got to survive. That's what we're out here for, right? That's like the mentality. Basically in Cali, in all the cities, is like, we got to survive. We always survive. We're still going to survive. Whether it's Biden, Trump, like, that's how people think. You know, Bush, like, you could keep naming the name. They go, we don't care. We're going to survive. We already survived. For sure. Until the, the thing that, what you said earlier, to kind of circle back. Uh, uh, when it knocks on your door. <laughs> well, yeah, when it knocks on your door. But I think what it's going to be is uh, the freedom. The freedom aspect, when people go, oh, when people see about the pedophile shit, well, what the thing is, is that anybody's going to, that's in control of the mainstream media is going to spin anything to their level. But what's going to really come down to is, like you said, when it's knocking at your door, do you want them to take your freedom and you comply or you fight and you either win or you lose, but you fight for your freedom? You stood up for something. So I think that 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 question hasn't been posed to us completely yet we've we've danced around it and i think that's why everybody's so antsy is because it's one of those things you're like all right uh, unroll it already bro let's get this cracking let's get this cracking what are you trying to do well speaking of cracking we haven't released the cracking how come that never got released because well i mean you're asking the wrong guy because in my belief i believe they're trying to play us my my belief is that I don't know if you know like how deep like it, uh, are you about oh, to I go I believe you hang on hang on <laughs> no 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 <laughs> let me get my Q power let me get my Q power and it's way. not about Q necessarily um to me I think the play uh, uh was Obama and Trump because there were two polarizing figures like the people that followed Obama and and the thing that's ironic too is a lot of people that voted for Trump also voted for Obama that's the thing that is not discussed a lot that that people don't realize um True. It's that fandom to me. The, the, the problem I've had with <laughs> politics for so long is that, and, and of course, like people are going to say, no, it's not fandom, it's for freedom. And, and I can see that in certain people, but I'm talking about generalizing, right? People, when you see people crying and falling to the floor, like if it's a Justin Bieber, a fucking Michael Jackson concert, like that's crazy. Like these are politicians. These are people. These are these are public servants. Like I don't see people falling to the floor besides family members or or, or someone close to, for a military that's coming home from overseas. You know what I mean? Like that. Those hey. are also public servants. But so I think this whole polar. But I'm, I'm saying like I'm not saying he's good or bad. My, my whole thing about everything was just saying that this polarization of these figures and that there's something they are civil servants that 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 are here to serve us and i don't like any kind of idolization of a politician no for sure 100% that bro. that that's that's but, that's my problem but what i what i want to make very clear is like trump isn't a part of the fucking organization of politicians he was he was a complete outsider so it was like it was like, let's say you have like the NFL and then you got like arena league football and you have like the dopest fucking quarterback in arena league football, but they don't want him in the NFL because he's going to fucking outshine everybody and just fuck everything up. Right. And we already got a good thing going. Well, that was Trump. Trump was that arena fucking quarterback and he came into the NFL 
the major league politics. He's not a fucking politician. And that's what I loved about him from the beginning. And he wants what's right for the American people. And a lot of people think that we got fucking duped. This isn't, this isn't not Trump is not what he says he is, but you know what? Prove, prove me wrong. Like, so from, I now- mean, like it's the, like to, to me, the best, like I've, like I've had one of the best conversations with is like James, he he's very, uh, uh, from we, the people, James from we, the people. Yeah. He's we, an amazing, we, he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. And we talked about like a, a lot of his connections and I understand, like, I, I think he has a logical theory, but again, it's a theory when he talks about, um, the reason why Trump is being involved in this is because junior was his good friend and what happened to him became personal. I see. That's a great, like, that's logical. That makes sense to me. Right. Like, of course on paper, I could see that. But my problem is there's so many of these connections that we all brush off of. If it was anybody else, just like when they say like, you know, in reverse with like what's going on in the liberal media, uh, when, if it, anything else that would like, like, like Obama's party that happened recently. Right. If that was Trump, they would have made a huge deal about it. Right. That's going on this weekend. Oh, it happened yesterday. You think it's not still going? But yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. But what I'm saying is like, if that was Trump, for sure, the the liberal media would be all over that, and it would be a super spreader event, right? Oh, for sure. But in the same sentence, in the same sentiment, I mean, um, if Obama was had the same connections that Trump had, we would be like, see, fool, I told you. You see what I'm saying? Like, like I think that it's the it depends on the spectrum you're look the lens you're looking through, and the reason why I I've always said I don't really bash Trump too much because to me, like. It is what it is. Like, I just see it that there's all these games going on. And for me to put all my eggs in one basket is foolish. Like, I would be like, why? Because I the only eggs I put all in the basket is the people because there's a majority of the people. And I feel like if I could come up with the correct message that can unite and show people, uh, hey, freedom is important. Liberty is important. And that's kind of like what this whole podcast about for me. Like, is... Uh, also listening to other people's perspectives as well, but like, you know, trying to just get that message out there. Like, I don't care political party. And, and and I understand with the Trump, but what I tell people with Trump right now, I say, look, I love that energy that you guys have, but you got to understand whether the, they say they had overturned the election, we're getting chaos. Wouldn't it be better to just say, let's get away from the Republican Democrat. Let's find something or somebody that we could believe in. Or, we just or we just go back and take over and and, and get a little uh, tribalistic and, and and get our little tribes going where we're doing three hundred village you know what I mean fifteen hundred people village and stuff like that. I, I see benefits from both of the things that you're saying, whether it's the tribalistic thing or the let's just go and take this country back. Um, I don't want to be tribalistic with Trump because I feel like he's just a man, right? Like, and we we discussed this when you were on my podcast, like he doesn't walk on water. He isn't separating seas. Like he's, he's just a man and we're all, we're all just men, but he's a man that was willing to step up and take all these fucking stabs to his entire torso from the media. And he didn't have to do that. Like he has the hottest fucking wife ever. He has millions and millions, billions of dollars. Like, why? 
because he loves this fucking country and because JFK Jr. was one of his best fucking friends. And or he's there to play a role because you absolutely because that's CIA 101, man. You go into a country and you polarize two sides. So now you have two polarizing sides. They even when we saw with the Proud Boys, we said this early on and then it was found to be true. Guess what? They are feds. You know, the the, one of the heads of them was a, a, a federal informant. They have other federal informants like. Antifa, federal informants. Well, uh, the, the, what was it? Eight? Every single fucking yeah, like they they is. have all this shit. Like I've always said, like there's feds listening to me, man. You think they're they're keeping an eye? Like maybe not heavy set. They're not super like oh we gotta this guy's gonna do this and that. But they're paying attention. They're saying oh, okay he's moving, he's doing some things. People are a little bit paying attention to him. Let's see what's going on over there. What is he talking about? White rabbits on a list for sure. That's why we keep getting deleted everywhere. Oh yeah, you are. I don't. Well, now, uh, cheers to uh, this uh, podcast. Delete. No, <laughs> Throw like, man. We seen the the IP address that you recorded that from. Uh, we're gonna have to take that down, bud. Yeah, we got this white supremacist guy that loves everyone and promotes eating healthy and standing up for yourself. So he's definitely, but I think that that's why I think that's part of the game plan. And even I fall a victim to that sometimes is that they push this white supremacist thing that for us to get mad and for other people to get bad, for us to get into arguments. And really we got to just kind of just push through. It's tough because everybody's trying to uh, pin everybody to the, the, the frustrating part for me is cause I see the bullshit and I'm like, dude, I know what they're doing fool. They're trying to make you mad at me and me mad at you. You know what I mean? I know what they're trying to do because they don't want us to be like, Hey, fuck this vaccine. Hey, fuck these mask mandates. Hey, this is bullshit. Hey, have you heard of freedom? Hey, have you heard of liberty? This is the thing. They want us to not communicate like that. They want us to communicate like, Hey, you got a problem motherfucker. You know what I mean? That's how they want us to communicate. And we got to try our best to find ways because no matter what, like I understand, like, uh, cause earlier you were talking about Lala beams and I wanted to uh, touch on that a little bit. I liked what you were saying. Like, of course you got to stand up for yourself. Right. Like I said, I only caught the last of it. So I can't say like everything was going on, but I like what you were saying. You got to stand up for yourself. But I think we also have to remember there's different ways of combating an opponent. You know what I mean? Like there's beat them to submission and then there's like slowly get the grip of it, understand it, what's going on. Uh, so let's get into some. Uh, uh, I want to express this because uh, the reason, like, I want to emphasize the reason why I'm going after this chick, because uh, not because she's a progressive only, but Corey Bush, because uh, she has the same birthday as me, 721. And I feel like, hey, man, if you can be 721, you got to represent that shit. And I don't like what she's representing because. Yeah, I've been against the police for a long time. I've had a lot of shit that we feel like that has to go a certain way. Uh, I'm not necessarily against defunding the police. I kind of understand the the sentiment, what they're talking about, but I don't like the direction that they're trying to push it in. You know what I mean? Because they're still going to make it government mandated. It's still going to be a government entity that is going to be have more control. To me, they're trying to push to federalize it. But to me, this was a very arrogant clip. of. Her. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. 
So right. she has her own private security. Um, yeah. So this bitch is basically saying, like, I'm going to make sure that I'm protected because I'm more important than you are. So fuck you, suck it up. That's the way I see it, right? What makes that bitch's job more important than you or me or my fucking neighbor that lives down the street? Like, her job is not any more important than any of us because we all have fucking food to put on the table and we have a family to feed and she ain't shit. She wants to defund the fucking police. She wants to take away our protection while she beefs up her protection and then she tells us to suck it up. That's the way I look at that clip. Well, especially because they don't have, like, like I said, I've been advocating for um, a lot more than police reform for for a long time, demilitarizing the police. Like, I've had a lot of bad encounters with police, and I know a lot of things that people are talking about that are legitimate, you know, uh, arguments. <clears throat> the thing is that they're not coming up with any solution that's going to counter that for people because the problem that a lot of, like, the war on drugs has caused with the, the feuding of a lot of gangs and stuff is all about drugs that has been pushed in by the federal government, the central intelligence agencies, they have brought this in here and they've caused this problem that now that if you take away the police and you don't have anything to put in place, there's already this game that's already taking place. So they've put people in a position that no matter that it's a lose lose because you're like, well, the cops have become to like a gang because being in that environment, they should treat everything like a gang going against other gangs. And, then you take them out, then the gangs are going to take over and be like, we're going to run. Like, it's not going to happen in every single place. I'm just saying, like, but there's going to be a lot of scenarios that that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I think what they're going to do is they're going to implement their own own uh, type of police, which is going to be a government-funded police, which is going to be, they already have UN infiltrating america why is un here why do we have un vans and all these things can it be because they're going to take over the police can it be because they're getting ready to put certain people into internment camps uh, i don't have and remember to that. that joe biden asked the un to investigate um racism in america and the like the the uh, systemic racism in america and they're analyzing all this. I think that's the excuse why the UN is on U.S. soil. And the reason why I've always told people, and I've I said the reason why America, because people go, oh, man, you hate the government. Yeah, I do, 100%. Like, every single one of them. Like, you can tell me a guy, and I'll tell you that I don't like him and why I don't like him. But yep, don't get it too. twisted that I love America 100% too. I love this country because there's such great people out here. Even people that I've gotten to beefs with or like misunderstandings or whatever it may be. I say what I say and sometimes I get people the wrong way. But that's I'm always going to be who I am. I'm going to be who I am. But I just have experienced for the most part is great people. Is that just some great stories from all over around the world? Meet just meeting random people in random spots, hearing stories. That's what I think is great about this country. And it's great because that's the freedom. The the even though we know that there's all this bullshit of like, you know, some people think this is a, a corporation about like, you know, back in what was it like in the eighteen hundreds or something like that, that that America was uh so then it was you're talking about when we became a corporation yeah, and now yeah. we're actually 
we're actually commodities um, and, and we're being sold over the stock market. So that's that's a whole nother story for another day. And if we want to talk about sovereignty and being your own sovereign citizen and becoming a sovereign country again, I would love to do a, a, an episode with you on that. But that I can go into hours. Oh, for sure. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. But my, my basis of that is this. Uh, it's such a difficult thing to argue because people are like, well, I don't know if that could be. You know what I mean? It's like even though nothing is powerful with a small amount of people. With a large amount of people, whatever you believe or your ideology is going to be much stronger. Or if right. you can if, if you can control those people's thoughts in some way, because that's how these elites have been controlling us with manipulation. So what's your idea of a large amount of people? Because if you want to go back to the Revolutionary War, um, large amount of people is relative because it was really only a small percentage of the people that were willing to stand up and fight and take on the red coats. But there was also a large percentage of people that are forgotten that like, maybe they were on the front lines, but they were housing people. They were there. They were making meals. They were like cleaning their clothes. You know what I mean? There was a lot of other things that, so I would say it was more closer to 15%. Like, you know what I mean? That from what I've seen, like 10 to 15%, but still like that, obviously like out of, a hundred, that's like, you know, what, not even a quarter, you know, that's less uh, like, what, what, an eighth or something. I don't know about that, but. Um, Bro, do you think that we're going to come to that again? Do you think that we're going to have to see that shit again? I don't know. I do wonder that, like, it seems that, like, that's close, but then, like, it's weird because, like, you can get tr caught in these traps of, like, online talking to people and seems like all these people online are, like, against what you believe, you know? But then, like, when I go out and talk to people, for me personally, when I go out and talk to people, like, people seem pretty normal. Like, they may not agree with what I say, but for the most part, nobody comes up to me. Like, we're able to, like, some people still have masks on in the store. And, like, my thing is, like, on a personal individual level, I'm just like, hey, don't tell me I got to do that. If that's what you feel you got to do or do you think it's right for your health or I don't know. I'm not here to judge you or even like with sexual orientation i really don't care what anybody does i really don't i just, don't I just push it on me or my don't kids. tell me what i have to do don't tell me what i have to do don't tell me i have to change my language don't tell me like hey i have to like this i don't have to like that i'll i'll fight for the right that you can do that but at the same time there's lines for me there's all kinds of like lines in the sand where i'm like come on man you got to do that here like, come on, you could do that anywhere else. That's fine. You could do that anywhere else you want. But there's certain boundaries where I'm like, you can't do that here. You can't do that at well, a kid's school. You can't do that at a 12-year-old. Yeah, that, exactly. that, that's just yeah. for me. Like, that, and I'm <clears> talking about, it doesn't do even matter any sexual. Want. And I don't care when straight. You, when you said schools, I was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that here. You can't do that here. You can't go into the spa in Los Angeles and fucking expose yourself to people. And then when you fucking get called out for it, say, oh, I identify as a woman. Well, I'm sorry, motherfucker. Women don't have dicks. OK, and, the, and they don't expose them. You were just being a fucking pervert in a place. And now it's causing mass hysteria because people are being called fucking homophobes or transphobes or something like that, because they don't want to walk in. These women don't want to walk in and be in a room where they're changing clothes. Yeah, because that's the have, problem. That have to see somebody exposing themselves. I'm sorry they, if you that think they don't that you're understand. a fucking girl, but that's, there's, there's lines, okay? There's lines here. If you guys want to be trans, fuck yeah, dude, be trans. 
get your own bathroom. Or just like, because they got to understand like, you're causing like, even if you're causing a 1%, because people are like, I've said this uh, numerous times too, is uh, not just, people always talk about the pedophiles, like, hey, more pedophiles. Not just that, man. I just think about drunk people at bars. You're going to have sexual assaults skyrocket. Literally, like, because you're going to have people, because people are dumb. I'm not saying, and, and you're putting into the perspective of, I have to be like, well, what about me? Well, what about them too? We have to find a balance. We have to find a balance. It can't be totally to your side. It can't be totally to their side. We have to find a balance. And that's the problem. It's like, it's not about, oh, I don't want you to be gay. I don't want you to be trans. Be you. I can't tell you who the fuck you are. Who the hell am I to tell you? I don't know anything. But... What I'm saying is you can't just expect society to completely do whatever you think is what you are right now. It's it's illogical. It's not something you can actually grasp upon. Like nobody can have a logical conversation like that because you have to meet in the middle. That's how relationships right. work in general. How the fuck am I supposed to know what you identify as just by looking at you in this world that we fucking live in today? And if you want to, if you want to go that route, then I identify as vaccinated and fucking leave me alone. And that's the thing too, is they're trying to like come after jokes, comedians, like, look, I get it, but you got to know what people are, their intentions, were they intending to really cause harm? Like, I don't want to, if, if I'm somewhere and some dude is literally just mounting on some super racist shit, I would say something. Yep. That, has there been scenarios where like 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 where where we had to say I fought like KKK people like not really KKK Nazis Nazi ish there, there's like I haven't really seen any KKK people besides TV like besides TV you're right and that time that they got their ass kicked in Orange County I always laugh at that I remember they tried to have a rally it was like five of them or so they got their ass kicked it was hilarious but nice. um that's what people yeah, don't get people. yeah we yeah all day man because like. And that's why I have to remind myself. Sometimes I feel like I say these things to remind myself because I have to remind myself too that I'm falling into the hype sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, like they're trying to say everybody's this and they're like, and then I'm falling into the hype where I'm like, whoa, well, let me back up. They're trying to mani manipulate me as well and telling me how to live my life. Fuck them. Who's ever in my circle. And if people are willing to listen or conversate with me, they're more than welcome. If they're not, I'm no longer entertaining that energy. I can't anymore. I can't step into this argument of like, if you want to have a logical debate, sometimes I'll do it. But if you're not going to be on the podcast or something, I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to waste my energy being mad and going back and forth on some comments. You know what I mean? Right. For, for I you to report either, me. <laughs> I don't do it either. I, I recently got put back on Facebook and uh, I have a friend that's a nurse and um, it's funny because I have multiple friends that are in the medical industry that I grew up with. And some of them are one way and some of them are another way. And one of my friends, I'm not going to say her name, but she's a nurse and she posted some shit about fucking wearing masks. And if you don't like wearing a mask, look at this. And it showed like how they have to open up your throat and shit to make you breathe. And, and so I posted a meme on there and it showed a, a chain link fence uh, gate, just the gate, nothing around it. Yeah. And I said, this is a science of how a mask works. 
And she was like, Brad, please stop posting on my comments. And I said, okay, I'll stop posting on your comments because I don't want to piss you off. But at the same time, I'm not going to stop posting this shit on my own shit because I will not stop until I fucking expose people to the truth. And somebody commented on her shit and was like, yeah, but your truth is not really true. And I could have went the fuck off. Sure. But I didn't even comment. I Actually, I did comment. I said, nothing can stop what's coming. You will find out soon enough. And then she said, find out what? And then I didn't reply after that. And it was everything in me to not reply because I love going. I love engaging oh, yeah. in battle. I love engaging in battle. Oh, yeah, man. I... But you know what? It was on my friend's fucking post and I just didn't want to do it. But this is the mentality of these people because they actually 100% believe what CNN is telling them. They believe what the media is telling them. We talked about this earlier in this exact show is like these people go to work and then they come home. They don't have the time or the energy or even the want to dive into the things that you and I dive into. Well, so they just want to like they, they have their talking the, head. That's their favorite talking head. And they go, hey, right. what do you believe? I kind of like you. I think you're a good person. So whatever you think is what I'm going to think. And they just think that's okay. Right. So Dan Lemon or fucking Rachel Maddow, those are their – those are their news points. Those, those, that's who tells them what the fuck there is going on in the world today. And it's a very sad thing. And remember that Fox News, uh, they're considered entertainment. Remember, uh, Maddow just got proved in court to be not news. <laughs> that was proven in court that she's not news, that she's entertainment. So know where you're getting your shit from. And, and what I always tell people is, don't even believe me, man. I'm not telling you to believe me. You shouldn't. I'm just showing you things that I think that are important to pay attention to because they could be something that comes up. Like, I don't know the future. I don't know. I only know the evidence and from my perspective of how I've and my experiences of life. That's how I can unfold it. So that's and how that's we all we're doing it. right here is we're speaking our truths. This is true to us. We'll go with this. Like, we'll talk about the... Uh, the Build Back Better deal. No, I said very clearly, this is Build Back Better. The president has said he has a vision, and we share that vision. And it's about building back better. So whatever you can achieve in a bipartisan way, bravo. We salute it. We applaud it. We hope that it will have passed soon. But at the same time, we're not going forward with leaving people behind. And that's why the human... the physical infrastructure of our country gets a D from the a D in some places, a C minus in others uh, for uh, from the uh, uh, American Associate Society of Civil Engineers. So we have to, it's a, it's a safety issue as well as an economic issue to create jobs. But we cannot be in the past. We have to go into the future, be build back better. For a better life beyond your freedom Someone else. <laughs> yeah, shouts out to I heard that from uh, No Agenda. We play that a lot on here. That's Jeff Smith, man. Go check him out. Put Jeff Smith, uh, Build Back Better to hear the full jam, man. That's hilarious, man. <laughs>
That was fucking great. Perfect timing. So, yeah, you see they're they're trying to get that big pork bill through us in the last uh, minute. Uh, I think they did pass it through, and it's going to be the infrastructure bill, the bill back better. Yep. Which was originally a term coined by the UN. Yep. And it was coined, I believe, four or five years ago. Yep, and then they started bringing it out right when uh, coronavirus, like right before, and then they started like pushing it pretty hard, like heavy, heavy, like um, during the coronavirus, and then everybody started adopting it. You hear Boris Johnson, you hear everybody saying it now. Right, just like the new normal, which the new normal was actually um, coined, the coin phrase new normal, uh, we talked about at the beginning of this show, was actually trademarked in 2000. I want to say 15. Let me come back next week and I'll let you know. But I have the exact verification of that. Yeah. And then plus just like if you go look, I think I'm going to post this later. Um, Fauci's track record with uh, the HIV virus and AIDS and uh, everything that went on, on with that. If you really just explore what he did with that and the ATZ push, like all that should uh, really open your mind to what's going on. And I think people are, and uh, we're back to try to like uh, press you uh, with more and more information, man. Uh, it's me, Sean Chris, and now my co-host, Catalyst Jones. What's up, y'all? And uh, we're going to be here fucking uh, uh, dropping shit like every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, prepare for a new episode. We're going to, uh, and then if uh, we find more time, we'll try to drop more multiple episodes and uh, try to keep you as up to date as possible. But uh, you know how we do it here, man. We say wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Uh, before we get out of here, though, like uh, I got some links I want you guys to follow. Um, can you guys go go check out, you know, our music, uh, our Daily Operation, um, Christian Brothers, Shut Them Down. Uh, just wrapping up right now, my solo album, uh, the or EP, Dystopian Paradise. It's going to be about seven, eight songs. Finished the last track up. We're uh, getting into post on that. That's going to drop on 9-11 because it's the 20th uh, anniversary. So Ooh. that's going to be pretty. Uh, Perfect date to drop pretty... it. Oh, yeah, man. We got to. Uh, well, you, you got anything to plug, though? Yeah, man. You can um, go check out my podcast right now. I'm only on Spotify and Podbeam. Um, about to be on Rockfin, I believe. Uh, I I don't know. The date keeps getting pushed back, but that's going to be my new home is Rockfin. So you can check me out at White Rabbit Podcast. And in white, the I is replaced with a one and the T at the end of rabbit is replaced with a seven. You can find me there. Same as my Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, you can just click on my link tree and you'll find all my shit there. Um, hopefully we'll be back on Apple very soon working on that today. So hopefully the next podcast will be there. Um, I'm getting censored like a motherfucker, man. Every time I post something, it gets deleted as far as my podcast goes. So we got people helping us out. Go follow whiskey, beer and conspiracies, especially on Rockfin. 
Um, please subscribe and pay the $10 because it helps everybody that is getting censored. We're all yeah, getting plus censored. you get so much great people. You get like uh, Whitney Webb, Sam Tripoli, you get uh, 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 Isaac Weissop, yes, you get like uh, uh, so many, I mean, nameless, like everybody that's in Jimmy Dore, like pretty anybody that's in the alternative media. It's the you best, get access it's to the it. best $10 a month I've ever spent. And actually, ODD 100%. TV just made that his new home too. We have haven't heard from him in a long time because YouTube has been censoring the fuck out of him. Yep. He's on Rockfin now. Go check that shit out. Um, and I have a new co-host on uh, White Rabbit. His name is Jason Khan. He's kind of a normie. So every episode we're red pilling him with everything we're fucking dropping. Shit is fucking going good. And yeah, come check us out, bro. And definitely check out Sean Chris. Oh, yeah, all of our shit. And, you know, this is, like I said, this is our uh, introduction episode of uh, uh, me and uh, Cat, uh, uh, Sean Cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to get some Cat Williams fucking uh, uh, oh, sound shit. effects for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to get some good shit going. I can, I yeah, can This I is can our introduction it. episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This is how we do it. And uh, uh, we're just here. You know how we do it. We, we get all the uh, – shit ready for you and uh we got more episodes this will be dropping and uh, let's go man thank you ladies and gentlemen wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.